Hi there, skating fans. Welcome to another edition of the Skate Canada Alumni Podcast. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to the next edition of the Skate Canada Alumni Blog. I'm Alex Kilby, Technology Projects Manager here at Skate Canada. In our November blog, we're going to dig deep into Skate Canada's history. Since the organization's inception back in the late 1800s, our Canadian figure skaters have been trailblazers in the sport. For over 130 years, their legacy has grown to the point now where Canada's figure skaters have won more international medals than athletes from any other winter sport. To honour and celebrate the accomplishments of those athletes and Hall of Famers, Skate Canada developed an ever-growing archive full of historic memorabilia, all donated by alumni. There are valuable collections of art, photos, trophies, costumes, medals, film, video, and other objects dedicated to showcasing and celebrating skating's history in Canada. And it all lives here at the National Office in Ottawa, under the watchful eye of Skate Canada archivist Emery Legier. Emery has always had a passion for history. A former competitor and coach from Moncton, New Brunswick, Emery has been with Skate Canada for 12 years. Not only is he a member of the Alumni Committee, he is also lead of the Skate Canada Hall of Fame and Heritage Committee, where he has brought the archives to life. Today, our moderator is Diane Emery. Skate Canada Hall of Fame uh, Committee and Heritage member. Um, so let's join Diane and Emery for a trip down memory lane and through some of Skate Canada's remarkable history. Hi everyone, my name's Diane Emery and I'm a member of Skate Canada's Hall of Fame and Heritage Committee. When I'm not volunteering with Skate Canada, I'm the Executive Director of the Northwestern Ontario Sport Hall of Fame in Thunder Bay, Ontario. I'm very ha- pleased to have with me my guest today, Emery Leger, the archivist for Skate Canada. Emery is responsible for preserving and honoring our incredible skating history in that great nation. He does this incredibly well, for those of you who know him. He is a wonderful individual, and we are so happy to have him here today to talk with him and get a sense of the great passion that he has for his work. He truly cares deeply for our collection, our honored members, and for our alumni. Hi, Emery. Hello, Diane. How are I you? Thought I'm wonderful. I thought we could start it today just by getting to know a little bit more about you and your involvement with skating. How did you first get involved in skating and what's your involvement been in skating prior to you becoming the archivist for Skate Canada? Well, uh, my aunt took me to see ice capades and at the age of 10, I uh, decided I wanted to skate. So uh, I've uh, covered all the parts. Skating's been my life. So uh, I, you know, was a competitor, I was um, a performer, a judge, uh, then I went on to coaching and um, I was a director of a skating school and uh, covered everything in skating from A to Z. I had some, uh, fortunate enough to have some good competitors like Yu Yik, who was novice and junior Canadian champion and he was uh, top 10 in senior, Melanie LeBlanc, who was six in... Um, senior ladies for Canada so and I did some international events and I was a volunteer at Olympics in Vancouver so uh, I've uh, done all I could in skating or touched every piece of uh, of the skating world and it's been a a great life and uh, a great experience. 
So you parlayed all of that into becoming the archivist for Skate Canada. How were we fortunate enough to get you into this position? Well, I was on the Hall of Fame and Heritage Committee, and uh, they needed an archivist. And uh, I replied to them. I said, well, I can do that job because I'm, I like history and I'm a, a collector of many things. So I said, let me be the archivist. So they said, well, you'll start part-time, which I did two days a week. And then I said, well, I'd like to do this full-time. And they said, well, Emory, you'll have to go to school to become an archivist. So I did, I got my uh, archivist diploma at Algonquin uh, doing evening classes. And uh, I think there was 10 classes. It took a few years for me to get my diploma, but uh, I got my diploma and uh, became full-time at Skate Canada. And I've been taking care of the collection ever since. So tell me about a typical day for the Skate Canada archivist. What are some of the things that you do during the day? Well, normally uh, when I come in in the morning, I always check uh, a little bit of Facebook to see what's going on in the skating world. Uh, it was my former boss who said, Emery, you should be on Facebook to see what's happening with the skaters. So I do a little bit of that. And then, of course, I, I get all these requests, like uh, history requests and uh, do you know this or, you know, a date on that. So I do that. And then I work on different projects, like from... Uh, the Hall of Fame, I'm always working with the Hall of Famers uh, and then planning inductions, which will, our next inductions will be at, at Nationals in uh, St. John, New Brunswick. And uh, working on inductions, I'm working on the photo collection, the film collection. Uh, we have many great collections here from art to costumes to trophies to films to photos it goes on and on. I have a, a quite a, a, a big library. And um, so try to keep that all in order. And of course, uh, we, we've started scanning the photo collection, uh, which, you know, we have thousands and thousands of great photos. And um, that's a project in itself. We've just digitized all our film. And uh, hopefully that'll become available to our skating family uh, so that they can, you know, re uh, request certain pieces of uh, skating or footwork sections or what have you. And um, yes, we have a fantastic um, trophy collection, which is on display here at Skate Canada in Ottawa. And uh, I try to show the art collection within the office and the uh, trophy collection. I have a great costume collection. Uh, I think 12 wardrobe boxes of fabulous costumes from wow. uh, so many skaters to, you know, Taller and Peggy Fleming and uh, in different shows. So, uh, yes, we, we could be five people really working the collections. That's right. Well, you do an amazing job because you do so much. We all know all the various things that you do. Where do you get all these amazing items? Well, normally, talked about? Uh, normally, Di uh, Diane, um, different, you know, our alumni and our uh, former skaters and uh, will call me and say, well, Emery, you know, I have uh, a lot of skating things. Okay, what do you have? Well, I always like photos, of course, like, and anything the older, the better. But it's fun to have photos because then you can trace our skaters and our clubs and um, our officials. And you can trace many people through photos. 
Uh, so if people want to donate their photos, and great if they have names on the back of the photos, then it's easier, of course, to identify. Um, so I have people who call me and say, well, I have all these books. Like on the weekend, I went to visit a donor in Montreal. She had 90 books that she wanted to donate. Oh. Uh, but we do have a lot of books here. And of course, I tried to, to, I went through them all and then gathered the older ones first uh, that are, you know, that you can't buy anymore. That's, that's really fun to go back in the 1800s uh, and read up on skating and then, you know, on, on different people, different uh, technical subjects and stuff. I just wish I had a huge library, which I could, you know, take every book uh, right. But that's not the case. So, uh, and then you say, well, how do I get these things? So they call me up and, Emery, I have a beautiful figurine. Um, would you like it? Uh, yes, if it fits in our mandate or, or things that belong to skaters. It's really fun, Diane, like a costume that belonged to, like, for instance, on the weekend, I was visiting a, a coach. So she had a pair of Cynthia Cool skates. Emery, would you like those skates? Well, I said, if they're Cynthia's, yes, I would, because they have history uh, or right. costumes or, you know, anything like that. That's a very good point. I mean, there's so many things out there, and I know you've often told me stories. You'll go to people's houses, and they have these fantastic things, but we do have a collections mandate. You can only take certain things, so you definitely have to be able to sort of choose. So alumni, for example, if they've got some items, you would prefer if you could maybe look at some of those things before taking all of them, right? You'd like to see the collection and go and see it first well if i can go visit have a visit great if not we chat over the telephone and they tell me and okay. i'll say well if you have photos no problem um if you have any skating programs like a lot of people say well why do you keep all skating programs well in those programs there's so much history like who competed who the coaches were, who the officials were. Uh, I can go find a lot of history in those, just like ice show programs, you know, uh, of the skating clubs in the country. Well, that tells me who the coaches were, what era, uh, what circa, uh, you know, all those things help me a whole lot. So any programs, photos, even film, now not VHS, but uh, if, if you have all 16 mil and 8 mil film that are, you know, we were fortunate enough to inherit Sheldon Galbraith's film collection, which he was the pioneer of, uh, you know, filming all the skaters. Well, I mean, uh, Mr. Galbraith knew who to film. He filmed all the best skaters in the world. So we have that collection. And um, we've just cataloged it's a it. treasure. That's a, a treasure. That is a real treasure. And we have, a, it's amazing the treasures that are out there. Like Frances Defoe sent me two wardrobe boxes of, of costumes that she designed for CBC. And, and in those boxes are costumes from Strawberry Ice, Toller Cranston, from um, uh, Isabel and Paul Duchesne's uh, uh, skating specials. Um, she had costumes that belonged to a lot of our former competitors, like Don Jackson, like uh, uh, Mr. Gilcrest, uh, Barbara Ann Scott's dress. Uh, she had saved a lot of great costumes, uh, a dress that Peggy wore in Strawberry Ice, uh, Fleming, uh, you know, Dorothy Hamill. Um, you know, it's incredible what was in the in that that wardrobe box, 
that she That must she be one of the favorite parts of your job, eh, Amory, when you open the box. It's like Christmas. Well, it is like, like Christmas. Yes, it is like Christmas. <laughs> And uh, it's a lot of fun opening the box and uh, going through it. And then, you know, more information you have on it, the better. And uh, luckily, Francis had a catalog that went with it. So it was easier for me to catalog everything. Uh, And then, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, it's amazing the calls I get. I never know um, what's out there. It can be a Barbara Ann Scott doll. It can be a pair of skates. It can be... Uh, you know, different things like that. So you encourage people to to contact you if they have some items that you think uh, you might be interested in. You mentioned, for example, skating programs. So for you folks listening, if you come across a bunch, contact Emery and let you know what, what you have because you may fill a spot that he may be missing a certain section. So Because they are, you're right, in terms of doing research, fantastic ways to get information. So be sure to, to let Emery know to give you a call. You're comfortable with folks just calling you or emailing you? Uh, for sure, no problem. And I would rather hear from them before than they say to me, well, Emery, we just sent a whole truckload to the dump. Well, don't call me to tell me that. <laughs> uh, I, you know, call me to tell me you have things that you don't know what to do with. And then I can, it, it, it doesn't really matter who owns the material. What's important is to find a home for our skating heritage and so that we can send it to different places, whether it's a, a, a sports hall of fame, whether it's a sports museum, uh, wherever, we always try to find a home for everything so that this stuff doesn't get destroyed. That's right. Because there's a great network of sports museums and halls of fame across Canada, it's the Canadian Association for Sport Heritage. And I know Emery has even called me if he's got information from one of the skaters from my area. We cover Northwest Ontario. It's nice if we have an option to be able to take that. And I know colleagues across the country are also very pleased if Emery calls them and lets them know and say, I can't take this, but would you be interested in having it? So that's a really good network that, uh, that exists that we're all very fortunate to be a part of. Now, can people come to see you if they want to do some research? Is there a workspace available to them? Uh, yes, sir. If they to look through your archives? Uh, uh, yes, there is. Um, I can let people uh, look through our minutes, our Skate Canada minutes. I have all the minutes from the very beginning if they wanted to read through minutes. Uh, if it's on a certain individual, well, I have folders on many, many of our individuals, so they can look through their, their history folders. Um, yes, I have a lot of history um, that isn't scanned yet because when we did the move, we went from a really big archives to a very small one. So a lot of my, let's say any information on a Canadian championship, um, I used to be able to get in five minutes. Now it all has to be scanned in order to be able to find the history. Mm -hmm. But I can, you know, I can guide them. I can help them so much. And I have protocols here too at the office. So if they want to look through competition results, paper ones, old ones, Mm -hmm. I have some of those. And um, uh, yes, they can. And um, mm -hmm, no problem. Wonderful. And even if folks are working on media work, <clears throat> I know I know you uh, have provided information if they're looking for some historical information on skaters, you're also able to help out in that regard if, if they're doing videos and things like that, right? Yes, yes. I mean, Perfect. you know, they're, they're, it, it, let's put it this way. Um, if they were top three in Canada, um, 
in any division, it's going to be a little, we'll have more information on that athlete. Um, if not, uh, well, then sometimes we do. We, we never know uh, who it is and, and what it is. But I can't spend, I can't have somebody write to me and uh, say, Emery, I want to know all the history of Alberta. Well, that could take me days. Uh, exactly. so, sometimes I have uh, uh, someone did a whole lot of research. I can send them that history. But, um, you know, it all depends on how big the project is and uh, how much time it requires. Then if it's really big, then they'll have to come here and then I can help them at the office. Right. You can direct them and Correct. guide them. Correct. Now, in addition to this great collection that we have, we also have a Hall of Fame. Uh, we have been in existence since 1990. We've been honoring people in the Hall of Fame. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What's the process for people to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, we got uh, over 100 members in our hall. We have a fabulous hall with a lot of great, um, you know, coaches, builders, athletes. Now, um, it's, it's not easy to get in our hall. Um, just because you won a medal at Worlds doesn't get you into the hall. Um, you have to, of course, you go on our website, www.skatecanada.ca, and just go to About Us Hall of Fame, and then there's uh, Induct Someone. And then you just fill out the form, and then you send it. It comes to me directly. Uh, now, you have to look at your candidate. If, if your candidate did a lot nationally, and if they did things internationally, that helps a whole lot because the more international work you did, the better your chances are to get in the hall because there's so many great people wanting to get in the hall that we have to be really selective in our criteria uh, with, you know, at one time, well, if you won a world medal, you were automatically in the hall. Or if you were, let's say, a world judge, you were in the hall. Well, not anymore. Uh, there's just so much competition. You know, uh, even though you were president of Skate Canada, doesn't mean you're automatically in the hall. Uh, it, it's very well, um, how can I say it, selected. Uh, mm -hmm. All the candidates are looked at one at a time. They're all discussed. You do a short-term uh, list. Uh, short list they do a long list and then you know they're voted on if we have a tie we even use ordinals like they did judging figures so uh, it's 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 not political at all it's very competitive and uh, we try to get the most deserving i mean everybody's deserving yes but we try to get you know it's a competition really of uh that's right Mm -hmm. And then what we do too, Diane, is that see some of uh, some of our our great people in the country who did a lot of work for skating. Sometimes they may not fit into the Skate Canada Hall, but they would fit in their provincial sports hall, or you know, or in their section uh, sports hall. They may not have enough. Um, meat and potatoes for Skate Canada's hall, but they definitely deserve to be in their provincial or into their Skate Canada provincial hall. Right. Now, people do have to be nominated, though. Um, it's, the selection committee doesn't automatically just come up with names, right? They, there is a not selection nomination process, so we encourage people to, as you say, check out Skate Canada's website 
and they're going to have to do a bit of work and research and putting together a resume on the, uh, the candidates that they would like considered and some okay. documentation as well. Yes, and, and what I can do there is that uh, uh, the, the, the person has to nominate uh, this individual. They can call me and I might just have a, a folder on that person. So then I can, you know, email them information or fax them information that'll help their, you know, nomination move forwards even better. They can check with me first and then I can chat with them and, um, you know, then take it from there. Uh, and, and another thing I tell everybody, it's great to keep a nomination a secret, but the, the person being nominated is the person who really knows their career and their volunteer work and stuff. So I sometimes say, why don't you work with the person you want to nominate? They have, you know, photos and write-ups and all of the above. And then you can do a really good nomination and not leave half of their careers out. And they, right. get, they have a much better chance to get in the hall then. But uh, no, they can call me. I might not have anything on them at all, or I may have a folder on them. It, it's, it's hard to say, but uh, uh, if I can help, I'll help them. Now, when and where, where do we hold our induction ceremonies? I know that we have a different, uh, different places throughout the year. We do the actual induction ceremonies. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, what we try to do, number one, is once you've been selected, we uh, have a look at the country. So, for instance, Brian Poker this year was uh, nominated in, not, not nominated, inducted in Calgary, which was his hometown. Now, it took a while before we went there, but we waited, uh, you know, four or five years to induct him in his hometown. And we're really glad we did because it was really a, a super special evening and um, we were able to do that there. So we kind of look at uh, our Canadian championships or our nationals. We look at where our ice summit's going to be, which is the old AGM. And uh, we try to nominate people there or do their, I keep saying nominate, but do their induction there. Uh, at these events so we you know we do a few at uh, nationals and then we try to do one or two at uh, ice summit and uh, then if the person lives close to that that city where we're going it's better because then we can get more family members to the evening to the gala uh, so we try to match up that also, if you're from Montreal and we're having something in Ottawa, well, then that, that we might do it that way. So you mentioned our newest one is coming up in uh, Canadians yes. at Nationals, correct? Yeah. Now, who, who will we be honoring? Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be honoring Eric Gillies and Jose Picard because uh, Eric is a, a former New Brunswicker from Moncton and Jose used to skate in the summers in Moncton. So... We're in St. John, New Brunswick, so that fits perfect for Eric to be uh, and Jose to be inducted in St. John. It's a perfect fit. It'll be a great event. Yes. Now, Andre, tell me some of the memorable moments that you've had as Skate Canada's archivist. I know you've told me some great stories. We can probably tell some of them here, maybe not all of them. But can you think back to some of the sort of special moments that you've had as uh, Skate Canada's archivist? Well, I, I guess for me, um, uh, being in this position is number one is I've met so many great people. 
whether they're uh, in the hall, are going to be in the hall, uh, former skaters, former uh, officials. Uh, it's been a thrill for me to meet these people and uh, to work with them and also um, to help them. Uh, I take care of the Hall of Famers and um, so, you know, we invite them to different competitions. We also invite uh, some of our honorary members that were formerly on the ISU at different events. But um, I guess it was meeting the people. Um, the one person that I worked very closely with was Barbara Ann Scott, which was really a thrill uh, with her and her husband. I used to do all her scheduling and um, also helped with her um, whole collection. She donated her whole collection to the city of Ottawa. And um, I had cataloged it all and uh, photographed it all and was able to get to know her uh, and speak about her her life and her collection and uh, her and her husband Tom were, were great people to work along with. Um, they were nice enough to, uh, the thrill was they invited me to attend the opening ceremonies of the Vancouver Olympics uh, as one of their guests, which was a, a thrill of a lifetime for me. And uh, but there's many. There's Francis Defoe. There's I could name so many. Like you know Don Jackson and uh, you you talk about Karen Magnus and Petra Burka. You know Taller Cranston. I've worked with Taller too at Worlds in 2013, and that was a really uh, fun experience. And then you know meeting Wagner and Paul and and the Jelnecks, and we go on and on. You know Dr. Snelling, and I I visited. Uh, uh, Mrs. Mitchell, uh, uh, Billy Mitchell, who was our, our first female president of Skate Canada, who's like 103 and still living. And uh, to get, yes, to get to know those people, you know, and people like Ron Vincent and Joyce Heisey and uh, Ann Shaw, of course, is the chair of the Hall of Fame. Uh, these are all great people and, and they've done so much for skating uh, and given so much to skating and it's just fun talking with them you know I'll call them up and I pick their brains and you know Joyce remembers everything Anne's she great. <laughs> she does. great she she does Anne's awesome too and Shaw and remembers so much and is such a yeah. great help as our chair as you know but yeah. uh, and I could name I'm, I'm you know probably leaving a lot of people out you know but um uh, a lot of great people uh, like Liz Manley and it just goes on and on. All these people have been so much uh, fun to uh, know and to work with. And um, yes, and then there's other stories like I'll do a quick one. I remember getting a call one day and it was this lady who called me and she says, Emery, I have um, Montgomery Wilson National Medal. Uh, such a year he won. And I said, well, aren't all his medals at uh, the World uh, Figure Skating Hall of Fame? And they are. Well, she says, no, I have one medal. My mom had a medal. Well, it was a, a girlfriend of Mr. Uh, of Montgomery's who he had given his medal to his girlfriend when he won. <laughs> she kept the medal. And when her daughter was cleaning out her condo, found the medal and we got the medal. She called me up and said, would you like? Would I like? Of course I would like. <laughs> but awesome. uh, so, so that's just one of the neat stories that you can talk about. And um, uh, 
you know, just like Toller Cranston, and uh, we've inherited some of his great artwork, and uh, his sister, Philippa, you know, uh, we have a huge painting in the foyer here at Skate Canada that if you come to visit, you'll see. And um, I know I'm forgetting people like my Hall of Fame committee. Everybody on that committee is just awesome. Uh, they help me out a whole lot. And dies. you're a great, great help. And uh, so I guess it's meeting these people. Um, and, and, and inductions, of course, are a great experience and a great evening because these people are very honored. And um, we're honored also to be able to um, induct them and, and welcome them into our hall. So um, those are some of the... A lot of, a lot of pride, I know, during induction ceremonies, and pride for them and for their family. And it's, it's a great... It's a great thing to, that we're doing to uh, recognize their contributions. It's a great opportunity for them. Yes. And well, another, well, uh, no, sorry. Uh, no, no, one, go ahead. You... One other little thing was uh, when we celebrated our 100th anniversary at Skate Canada uh, a few years back, I think it was 2014, um, we had a, a, a huge a gala for all the former Canadian champions and stuff. And uh, it was just awesome. And Selena um, Stepanik, who, who takes care of the alumni, uh, and uh, me with the hall, and we found all these people and invited all these people. It was a, a Donna Keogh had done a fabulous job with the, the, the decor and the food and all of that. But that was just fantastic when we did that. And then, of and course, the other great thing about that was we did those interviews. Remember, we had um, that was the same time, I think. And you did some wonderful oral history interviews with so many of the people involved with skating and was part of that 100th. And that's a great thing to have uh, within our collection for years to come. The stories, I was very fortunate enough to be able to sit on in those. And uh, just listening to the stories was just fantastic about you know, the outdoor, when the Olympics were held outdoors and the record player, someone was telling a story where the door would hit the record player and it would skip. So they, <laughs> they were trying to escape their performance. It was just amazing. No, for sure. And then we had our trophies on display for our 100th anniversary. We have fabulous trophies at Skate Canada because most of them have been donated by governor generals. So, you know, they're, they're beautiful. They're, uh, they're, some are in bronze, sterling, um, just magnificent. You know, we have Don McPherson's um, gold medal when he won Worlds and his trophy and, you know, Liz Manley's Olympic hat. And it just goes on and on. Uh, Liz has been great to Skate Canada. She's donated all her costumes. And I try to get, you know, one piece. Any of uh, you skaters out there, um, I'd love to have, you know, beggars can't be choosers, but I'd love to have, whether it's a jacket, a dress, uh, a pair of skates or anything that belong to you, uh, then we can put it in our collection. And when we're doing an exhibition, well, we can say that uh, Alva Stoiko wore this jacket such a year or Debbie Wilkes wore this dress. Debbie was another one who donated a lot of her costumes to Skate Canada. And, um, you know, this was Debbie Wilkes's dress. This was Donnie Jackson's costumes. You know, it just goes on and on. And people really love to see those things, right? 
and uh, well, it's they're, fun. They're icons of our national history, and it's so important that we're able to preserve and collect them. So that's a very good point. So alumni out there, before you, you know, you're not sure what to do. I know at the time you don't think of things as artifacts, but they are. The moment that you've used it for something, it is a part of our, our national history. So be sure to keep in contact with Emory and, and uh, if you've got some items, because uh, we'd be loving, love to have them within our collection. Very good uh, point, Emory. Absolutely. And, you know, like uh, at our ice summit this spring, I went around asking a lot of our former athletes who were there, like, Joanne, I need a dress. Oh, okay, I'll get you a dress, Emery. Or, uh, yep. you know, Dubreuil-Lausanne. Do you have a costume? Yes, Emery, I have a garage full. Well, send me a, <laughs> send me a, a set, right? And uh, uh, Tess and Scott, same thing. Uh, it's uh, some, yes, uh, anything uh, that we can yep. show would be awesome. And as we know, we can't take them all, but it's important that we have some things from all of these wonderful people from our skating history. So. Absolutely. Well, Emery, I know I speak on behalf of, of all of our skating fans, which is I am at my core, that you do an amazing job. Our, our alumni, our Hall of Fame inductees, all the volunteers that you work with, we just truly think you're a gem, and we... We can't thank you enough because it's this. The history is like a big puzzle, and you're making sure that you're collecting all the different pieces. So, I just want to thank you for the wonderful work that you do. And again, encourage everybody to contact Emery from a skating program to a costume because you never know. You may just have that missing piece that uh, that we're going to need to tell the skating story from uh, years ahead. So. Well, Emery, thank you very much. Do you have any final things to say? I just want to say thank you to everyone and everybody who helps me and who donates. And it's my pleasure to uh, be able to save the history because in 100 years from now, people will be glad that uh, Skate Canada kept these things. And uh, because we are the holders uh, for the country. So if Skate Canada doesn't keep these things, then who is? Right? So uh, we have to take care of our history because we have such a rich history in figure skating in Canada. That's right. Well, thank you, Emery. Take You're care. Welcome. You're welcome. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Such rich history, and so many outstanding memories surrounding the glorious achievements of Skate Canada's athletes and Hall of Fame members. Thanks today to Skate Canada archivist Emery Legere and moderator Diane Emery for this glimpse into some of Canada's skating history. If you're a history buff and if you're interested in learning more about the stories and artifacts behind the medals, make the alumni blog part of your skating experience where we will continue to feature items from the archives, including here on the podcast. Next month, we welcome two other history makers to the blog. Former competitor and retired Olympic judge Ann Shaw will visit with the incomparable Joyce Hissey, former competitor, judge, ISU member, and technical delegate for another behind-the-scenes look at skating history. We hope you'll join us in December. I'm Alex Kilby, wishing you a great day for skating. Skating.